The following program is intended for mature adult audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. You have been warned. Welcome back to Flavored Enemy Tales of the Torre. We open on a slightly different scene today. We open in the middle of the desert. Empty, desolate, sand being kicked up every which way. There lays a man inches away from water, just unable to move. This man's dark, charcoal gray skin, bleached white hair, and piercing green eyes paint an image of someone not of Vittore. He lays there, defeated, dying, when a curious figure approaches, tossing aside a small vial. Our mystery man looks up and sees the shape of a man in a high-collar, high-collar coat and a top hat. You need a drink there, friend? All right, I'll help you out. And so the two became friends, partners, and there, where our mystery man may have died, they built the greatest city to have ever existed in all of the Torre. We now cut hundreds of years to the future, and we see Sepal currently sitting outside with Cadmus, right outside of uh, Dilugan Hole, after everyone else is just headed off to the city of Gears. Cadmus looks over at you, Sepal. So, what do you want to do now? Well, how much fish are we pull? Uh, sorry. Yeah. Well. Um. Good thing we didn't harm any of them because the hooks didn't go through their heads. Um. Do you reckon we should look for the others or. Ooh, do you want to go foraging? Uh, yeah, sure. That sounds like fun. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go foraging. Uh, I feel like there's there, like... something. I feel like there's something I was supposed to tell you, but I just can't remember. Oh. Well, maybe foraging will take your mind off it, and then they'll come to you naturally. Yeah, maybe. And see, we'll take out the book of like plant stuff and get to it. Okay. We now cut over to Alteris, the city of Gears, inside the home of Ghost and his parents. You all remember what happened last time we were here. Ghost showed up. The rest of you all. Introduced you to his, his dad and his mom, who's currently dying from some unknown affliction. You also met Stella, who's been helping with uh, the home and caring for Ghost's parents and kind of just assisting in any way she can. What do you all do? Uh, what time of, like... I feel like the past 24 hours in this game has been so insane. Like, what time of day is it? <laughs> Where are we now in the timeline? It is currently 6 p.m. Okay. Okay. We're getting ready to, uh... To, to talk about doing something crazy, right? I mean, yeah, but we still don't have... We've once again run out of Aurora's wards, so... Um... 
hesitant to mention anything. I'm just going to sit over here in the corner and drink until you're all ready to do whatever we need to do. I I don't know if you're leaving tonight or not, but that's up to Ghost, and he's still in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't... Well, family's important, so... Oh, yeah, family is important. And and honestly, if we rest tonight and go in the morning, it might be better than trying to work our way through the city at night. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the only person here who knows the city is Ghost, as far as I am aware, unless somebody knows the city and isn't sharing. Well, guys, I I will say we are some, uh, on something of a time crunch. I wouldn't. That's I. I this is also fair, right? I think. Excuse me. Um. Uh, yeah. I just. Um. So sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Um. I was wanted to let you know. Uh. Raph felt the uh, presence of a certain unsavory individual and has had to. Uh, well, he asked me to put him to sleep. Hope oh, you don't mean yeah. that in like a permanent way, but just no. in a like nap way. Probably the nap way. Yeah, we probably Wait, we, yeah. we just put him into my room I for now. I think it's the nap way. Yeah, um, oh, oh ghost. No, I I don't have permanency for sleep. Sleep. Great, wonderful. Okay. Right. So also, we've we've knocked said, him out. I I've been in here the whole time. Yeah, I mean it's. It's, I'm of the opinion that we do whatever the hell Ghost wants us to do. It's All right. his family. You guys, for now, uh, stay stay here. There's someone I have to go meet so I can try and gather some information. Right. Um, <clears throat> stay sure. here. Yeah. yeah. We'll. Yeah. Um, I mean, all right. We'll stay here. Yeah. Can I at least go outside? Like, I mean, if of the house and then come back in, or do you yeah, want everybody like, to stay inside? No, just um, stay around the house. But if you guys are gonna go outside, just make sure you try and hide yourselves and just don't draw hey, attention champ. to yourself. Hey, champ, I don't just you. You realize that going by yourself's a bad idea, right, champ? I mean, mm. yeah, but then there's also the fact that I can do this, and I'm gonna change myself to look like a dwarf and you're telling me that none of your other friends here are the stealthiest sort well I I mean, know I'm, I'm you so oblivious uh, I'm uh, so oblivious I like everybody knows me wherever I go I'm so, I'm just a, I'm a barbarian yeah I'm totally not <laughs> well, if someone would like to come along you're more than welcome to him I wasn't well, I was just trying to not sketch out my information source that's all well, I can at least follow you out of the house if that's what you want, so you have a second pair of eyes to look around. But I won't follow you to your source so you don't get a creeped out. Everybody who's sneaky should go with Ghost. I can... Well, I, I, I can try. Uh, I'm decent at... St- we shouldn't take I, a big group. It should yeah, not be a big group. It should be like a small... Yeah, sport. You need to take. You need to take one one person with you. Keep everyone else here. Rogue fight. In, in my opinion, it's probably M or Glisse. Yeah. But Glisse is also. How many Ferrums are 
in the city of Gears. Is uh, um, can I do a, a stealth lot, check right now? <laughs> a lot less than Dark Elves, I'll tell you that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> one! That's, that's still just, a 10. Still right. a 10. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm totally good at this. And so, kiddo, if, if I've the 29 if I, I had last episode. If I've taught you if I've taught you anything about party composition, kiddo, you should know that you need to take someone who, you know, can handle a little bit of uh support, you know, casting, something like that. Yeah, that's you fair. Know, just, come on. I've taught you this stuff. Sorry with um Everything that's going on, I just haven't really thought of much. Um, remember, remember what I told you. You lose your head, and you're gonna lose your head. Fair enough, pops. Um, Ghost is gonna look at Quincy and uh, be like, um, "Would do you feel like coming along for an adventure?" Uh, I mean, I don't have much in the way of magic, but I can, I can be sneaky a little bit. Better than so, nothing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing. All right, let's uh, let's head out. And Ghost is gonna put on the hood from the cloak he found in his backpack. Okay. Uh, Quincy will just roll a regular stealth check. Right. I'm not attuned, by the way. It's just a good old fashioned cloaked. Mm-hmm. Uh, seventeen. Okay. All right. Um. Stella kind of looks at the rest of y'all and says, Uh, well, um, is anyone hungry? I am absolutely yeah. starving. Well, honestly, I, I'm down to eat. Uh, I can pretty much eat anything. Yeah, oh. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm always Rover is a true garbage disposal. Tr- You're truly. not wrong. <laughs> well, alright. Uh, I think there was some leftovers in the yeah, I remember Silent saying something about lasagna. Yeah, yeah, I'll get those out right now. Lasagna. Would Thank you, you Stella. Want help? Lasagna. Why don't they? <laughs> why don't they pronounce the G in lasagna? What, oh. Lasagna. Oh God. L- lasagna. Here's where it ends. <laughs> and with that, we head over to Quincy and Ghost. You guys slip out of the front of the of the house, pretty sneakily like. And ghost, what's your plan from here? All right, so I'm going to stay a uh, like stay as a dwarf and make my way through the city to where I usually meet up my uh, uh, with my informant to see if he's hanging around there. Okay. Uh, with not much else to do, I'll just casually follow behind Ghost at a slight distance, but, you know, within 30 feet of him. Uh, just trying to look as casual as possible. Okay. Alright, so, you head over to meet where you would go to meet your informant. And you see a other old-looking gnome on the corner. Right there. Um, I'm going to... Look at him, and then speak in gnomish in one second, because I think I wrote down his name for my session zero, and I just want to double check my sticky note. Uh, well, uh, while Ghost is looking, I'm gonna try to look around, see if anyone's trying to look at us or follow us. 
a 15 perception. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone's following you. Oh, so, dude. like the schmuck I am, I did not write it down. What do you say? <laughs> um, and Gnomish, I'm just going to be like, I'm uh, looking for information. Um, do you know where I could find some? Yeah. I know where you could find some information. Tell me. <clears throat> Real quick. Day you leave? What day did I leave? What day did you leave? I want to say it was... Can I make an insight <sighs> check? Yeah, can I make a knowledge check? Because, you know, time shenanigans. Um, y yeah. Make an investigation check, I guess. Uh, 20 In my defense. History? Uh, 14. 21 insight um, on this guy. Uh, he's trying to figure out if this is who he thinks it is. Oh, okay. Ghost, um, you left on the 14th of Firebreak. It was the uh, 14th of Firebreak. Yeah, gotcha. Come on over here. Got a this nice little art mural to show you as he nods to the alleyway. Um, I look back at Quincy, and behind my back, I point in the direction of the alleyway and make my way over to the alleyway. Uh, I will quietly follow behind and kind of try, trying not to draw attention, just follow behind from a distance. All right. Make a stealth check. Another one? Okay. Mm-hmm. 19. Okay. You sneak along pretty quietly. Feel like nobody's seen you. And as you guys get in the alleyway, Ghost looks at you and says, I thought you wouldn't come back. I uh, kind of didn't have a choice in this matter. Um, they don't even. They don't. Yeah, they they haven't even announced that you left. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they would have probably because they might know I would have had to come back. Hey. Huh? What you need? I need uh some information on the King of Steam, guards around him, his house, like four plans for him, just. Anything you can get me on this king. That's a tall order you're asking for. Yeah, I know. Um, and I reach into my pocket and I pull out 50 gold. This should make it worth your while. He holds it. He pockets it. Pulls out a, a set of uh, parchment from his inside of his uh, inside of his coat. Lays it out on the on the trash can lid in front of him. Taps the side of his. Uh, his monocle and you see it start to make a bright red line into the parchment and start scorching into the parchment a set of blueprints can i make a perception check to make sure that we're not being watched yeah go ahead make a perception check uh i would like to do the same okay eight 17 you both feel like there's nobody watching you it's great how he said that and you're telling me. Finishes engraving. Ah. Here's the blueprints. Burn it after you're done. Of course. There's a place, Tech Light Lounge. Uh, about two o'clock tomorrow. They're gonna show up there, try to do an investigation. A group of the uh, Alteris assassins. You get in there. 
knock them out, kill them, whatever. Take their gear. There should be three, four of them, maybe. There's your in. Thanks. Um, you would also wouldn't happen to have any of the uh, guard patrol schedule? There's always 15 on the walls surrounding the high ring. Always 15 hands. They change shift at 3 p.m. and 3 a.m. Thank you. Yep. I'm going to roll up the map, put it in my uh, backpack, and then just walk away. Oh, hey, before you go real quick. Hmm. And he taps the sides of his uh, his monocle, and everything goes kind of bright and, and dizzy for a minute, and then he's gone. And you cannot, for the life of you, remember what he looked like. Hmm. That's, uh, you were, you, that's Quincy, new. you were unaffected. All right. Um, I'm going to walk out of the alleyway to Quincy. And not, like, walk up to him, but signal to him that we're heading back to the house. Uh... I, I wait for him to walk past me. I do one more check behind us. And then I... Make a perception check. 11. You want me to make one as well? Yeah. Don't fail me now. 14 again. Alright. You don't feel like anyone's watching you. And as you guys start heading back there, you guys are walking uh, through the cold ring. Um, you're in a little bit of a rougher part of town, but it's eerily quiet. There's not people on the streets. And Ghost, you you realize that this is like very unusual. There's usually at least a few people on the streets in the coal ring, uh, especially in this area specifically because you know they've got some some pretty good stuff around this area, um, including. The powder keg and you can also see that a little bit further down you can even see Faison's bonds and brokerage which is just boarded up no no any sign that they were even open for business just boarded up windows is, nailed shut is there an alleyway I can dip in yeah there's plenty all right um at this point since the coast is kind of clear I'm gonna let Qu uh, Quincy catch up, dip into the alleyway, and then look at Quincy and say, um, this is unusual for the coal ring, so um, I'm gonna do this. And uh, I bend like forward, and I pull Quincy down to my level, and I hand him my backpack, which has like the map and stuff in it, and then tell him, um, take this with you, just don't lose it. Right? Lou, uh, keep in some kind of disguise. I, I don't think it's to be in your true form out on these streets. Yeah, that's why I uh, left the house as a dwarf. Yeah. But, um, if something happens, just head back to the house as fast as you can. Lou. Alright, let's roll. And I walk out of the alleyway. Uh, wait for a moment and follow behind. Okay. I'd like to make a perception check. Go ahead. Same. Dang nabbit. Thirteen. That's a nine. I'm looking at the dirt. Once again, the streets are quiet, but you don't see any 
presence at all. No, no guards, no citizens, no people in the shop windows. All the shops themselves are closed. Some of them boarded up. Um, I wouldn't know if there's like a holiday going on or anything like that, right? Just no, no, another no day. Shit. Today. I'm going to turn around and look behind Quincy and I and see if there's just people following us. You don't, you don't see anybody. It's just an empty street. Dead silence. No, no sound. No, no tapping of feet on the road asphalt. No sound of wind rushing. No sound of the clinking of metal. You don't even hear the monorail running right now. But you usually can hear that at least. There's nothing. No sound. No movement. It's completely still. I'm gonna put my hand on Aftercut just in case and I'm gonna signal for Quincy to prepare himself just in the off chance something happens. Yeah, Quin Quincy knows to keep his hand hovering next to his holster. Um, can Quincy... Is it possible for Quincy to look in the distance and see if, like, there's any signs of life farther out into the city? Uh, well, you're in you're in the ring, so it's built like it's built like a circle, right? Mm -hmm. So the road just kind of wraps around. Unless you head down one of the main streets, which you'd have to walk further up, then you can head towards the the steps leading to the next uh, layer, the next ring, um, and then on the opposite side of the um, of the stairs is where you could get on the monorail if it, if it were running but you don't hear that it's running so I, yeah I guess uh, I guess since I can't see if anything's happening somewhere else in the city I'm going to go ahead and make a stealth check to be as inconspicuous as possible yeah, I'd actually like to do a stealth check as well. Just actually, I mean, we're in the wide open street. Never mind. Nine. You feel like no one's gonna be able to see you. All right. Um, I'm going to just keep walking to the house, but yeah. once we get there, I'm gonna let. I'm just gonna keep walking past the house and let Quincy go into the house. All right. So, as you approach the house, and you get close. I would like for each of you to roll me your perception check, please. Why do you hate us? Why do my dice hate Twelve. me? I rolled an eight. Jeez. Oh, it doesn't look like there's anybody around the house. It looks very still, very quiet. Not a whole lot to be worried about. Doesn't look much has changed. Looking to the left and to the right of the house, there's still no people to be seen. No movement, no life. No sound of the monorail. No... Wind rushing through the streets. No, nothing. Can you give me an Arcana check, please? Which one? Both of you, Arcana. 17. Uh, that's a six. Quincy, you feel this weird sensation coming around your feet, right? And it feels vaguely like static electricity. You're not exactly sure what's causing it. But you definitely feel it. I stop. What do y'all do? I stop where I am. And I guess I like turn completely around. 
another search, I guess, if I'm allowed to. Yeah, go ahead. Jeez. Seven. I hate this so much. Quincy, Why do you hate it so? Quincy will step for will will turn and like step the opposite way, and then say, "If you're following me, just you come out now and explain yourself. Then just see if anyone or anything respond." You feel a slight tug on the back of your pant leg, Quincy. I turn around. You don't see anything. I, I stop and I lift turn up around. my leg. Is there anything on it? No. I, I I look at my gun. Is my gun still there? Your gun's still there. Uh, I I check all my inventory. Is is everything still there? Do I still have my wallet and everything? Yeah, every, everything is still there. You still have everything. Does he still have the map? Yeah. Do I still have the map? Yep, you do. Do I see Quincy just kind of looking around, confused? Yeah, you do. Can I just make a perception check for the fifth time? Sure, go ahead. 21! We got there! Um, you see... Um... Coming from... Just slip out for just a second. You see a little... Puppet. Of a fairy with black hair. And then disappear again. Right next to Quincy. I... <laughs> um... Did, did Quincy fee did he could he gauge how much like force someone tried to it was like it was like it was like a small tug like trying to get your attention uh all right I'll I'll bite and just kind of yeah I let Quincy know what I saw what? he he'll try to look around for this weird doll and you just hear uh can Help? Uh, did me? Can he hear where the voice is coming from? It's coming from down, like your knee level. I look down. Uh, I look down. You see this girl's little face, tiny little pale face with this scar coming up from the chin up to the lips, and these like hazel eyes and black hair, and you can tell she has some kind of some kind of uh invisibility uh like cloak tucked over o above her head so when she keeps her head down you won't be able to see her looking at but she kind of looks up at you looking at this little girl do i recognize a resemblance to uh, a certain someone i almost hit with my horse on the road make a uh make an investigation check four no like maybe maybe but no it doesn't make sense yeah uh hey hey uh, what's your name um um De delilah okay delilah you know who i am um no but bad people bad people try to get me um guess Quincy will make an insight check to tell if this little girl is genuine. He knows so there there are shapeshifters in this world. He wants to to be thorough. <clears throat> 14. You feel like she's being genuine? 
uh, he he'll um he'll kind of reach down. Ghost perception. Yeah. Uh, Fourteen. Uh, thank you. Uh, Quincy will reach down his hand. He says, "Okay, uh, you are invisible when you have your head down, right?" Yeah. Okay. And 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 Dolly protects me. That's good. It's a good doll. Oh. She kind of waves the doll's knife hand at you. <laughs> oh wow, she's a she's a fighter there, huh? Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. It's exactly what you want from a doll. You know, they protect you from monsters and such that live under the bed. No, Dolly protect me from Dad. Am I over there? Uh, Quincy. It's like okay, okay. You know what? I'm gonna protect you from Dad too. Just take hold of my hand. Who's and keep your head down until we get somewhere. Who's she Dad? Grabs, she, she, she grabs like your your finger and um, take two points of uh, lightning damage. There's a little shock as you see her kind of look at you. Say, oh, sorry. And you see her eyes are bright green now. Uh-huh. It, it's okay. Don't have to worry. I'm pretty tough. It's okay. Mm. Just take a deep breath. See her look at look at. See her look at the little puppet. You hear that, Dolly? We'll be okay. Yeah. Dolly's probably pretty scared right now, huh? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Dolly's got nothing more to worry about. And uh, I guess Quincy will. Uh, do a perception check around. Yeah, go ahead. Give me a perception. Actually, check. he's going to say, uh, "Help me. Uh, let's help keep. Uh, let's both keep an eye out, okay?" And like, can I ask her to give me the help action, basically? Yeah. Yeah, you can. That's okay. Twenty-two. You see her, kind of uh, point up at one of the rooftops. Um, there was. Uh, I'm sorry. Don't up there. There was, there was up there. Uh, did, uh, do I spying the rooftop? Do I see anything? Yeah, you, yeah, you, you see, quick, right, right before you, right, right before you able to get a clear, click visual, you can tell that there was someone up on the roof l- looking at you through the reflexive lens of a, uh, the scope for a firearm. Uh, which building, uh, how is the building that they are on across the street? So it is four doors down on the same side of the road as Ghost's parents' house. Mm. So currently, about linearly, it's about 180 feet away. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to casually try to walk past that house that the sniper is on top of. Okay. I'm not even noticing I'd like you to make me a deception check with advantage please ghost what are you doing you gotta be so bad um do I oh. also hear Delilah say that it's uh like there's somebody up there or was you I further ahead? not walking to your parents house and also I rolled a nat 20 on my deception check hell yeah I'd love to see that okay I'm seeing Quincy go the other way I'm 
also going to follow Quincy's lead because Quincy wouldn't just walk back without or uh, he wouldn't walk away without reason. Quincy's a smart man. My friend has faith in me. <laughs> so I'm just gonna kind of follow Quincy on this one, but instead of following next to him, I'm gonna follow behind him. Um, could you give me another perception check, please, Ghost? You really hate me today, don't you? So do my dice. It's an eight. I'm rolling my real life dice. Uh, Quincy would like to give me a perception check as well. Okay. Uh, do I still have advantage from the help? You do. Uh, 16. You, out of the corner of your eye, you see, um, Ghost's dad. Very briefly, for a split second, on top of the roof where the sniper was. And then you hear a dumpster lid close. Uh, I, I guess... And then you, and, and, and then you just hear... And then I hear nothing, or...? You just hear a small whistle. Um, do I get... Do I also hear this whistle? You would hear this whistle, yes. Can I look in the direction of the whistle? Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you see the whistle coming from the alleyway, um, to your right. And you see your dad there just sitting on top of a dumpster. He's pointing at the house. Uh, okay, then Quincy will just turn around and go back in the house. And then nodding to Ghost's dad. Just nods back. Dad, what are you doing out here? Get inside, champ. Why? Trust me. Can I make an insight check on that? Sure. Twelve. You feel like he's being genuine and just is more concerned about your safety than anything else? Alright. Hesitantly, I go to the house. And... As you guys head inside the house, Shadow comes in right behind you all and puts a set of Alteris Assassin gear on the floor. I immediately go down and pick it up and start playing with uh, it. Leave that yeah. alone. My friend, that's a gun. You're not allowed to play with guns. Don't tell me what to do. Efren, you're better off leaving I'm that gonna alone. I'm going to stay over here in the corner I'm, away from that. I'm intently examining it like... I, everything I'm getting the exact length, width, and like everything as I'm like fiddling around with it. And they're all just trying to stop. Hey, champ! I know, I know you're the, you're the master, gentleman thief, and that was never I, my thing. I wouldn't call myself master. Hey, uh, hey, Dad! I have a, uh, a quick question for you. Sure. When's my birthday? Birthday? Yep. So I didn't write this down. <laughs> well, it was. Uh, I was using it as a. Uh, this might be a fake dad. Well, I, I as the DM don't know when Ghost's birthday is. So. That's fair. That's fair. I guess. <laughs> that was a loaded question. My fault. You could just narrate. Your dad gives you the correct answer. Insert Ghost's birthday. Your dad does give you the correct answer. <laughs> All right. Cool. That's my dad. All right. Uh, at, he he. Uh, Quin you see Quincy kneel down for no reason, uh, and he extends his hand. He's like, "It's okay. We're safe among friends now. But though, if you don't want to take the hood off, that's understandable too. Whatever you're comfortable." See her kind of lay the hood back, and uh, you guys see her. She's got this kind of shoulder-length black hair, and she's got this scar running from her chin 
all the way up to her bottom lip. It's kind of like a fork of lightning. Um, and she's got these hazel eyes, but they're just now dimming down from a vibrant lime green. Yeah. Uh, who, who's where, the girl? Where, yeah, where'd you get the child? Uh, this. You brought a kid? This here, um, everyone. This is Delilah. She. Delilah. She grabbed hold of she grabbed hold of my pant leg and she asked me for help. And so that's what I'm intending to do. Tiny child. Well, okay. Into a oh, you. House with lots of random people. Okay, you tell me what you would have done if a child comes to you and says, I need your help. I want that answer. Become very, very Mo Most of us probably would have left her. I'm not going to lie there. I can't believe you guys. I wouldn't have left her. I would have well, I would have no, no. Well, Delilah, I, but I guess I you're lucky that you picked me because I'm apparently the only one who knows <laughs> the right way to handle this. Yeah, DM, do we the see right the dolly? It's okay to be suspicious and helpful. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys see her doll. It's like a tiny little oh, puppet. Oh, that, that's a nice little doll there. It's uh, cute, I, other than the knife hands, but this is this is cute. dolly. Nice to meet you, dolly. She protects me. Well, that's good. good. It's always good to have. Is it glowing? You. No, it's not glowing. Is anything in this room now glowing? Nope. Okay, just making sure. All right. Uh, so Delilah. Can I see the doll? Uh huh. I play around with the doll for a little bit. There's karate chop action. Then yeah. I get back to her. <laughs> I'm exactly doing that, and then I show her that my hand does the same thing. You, you, you probably should be careful with those knives. Yeah. Um. So, Delilah, why don't you explain to all of us what it is that you need help with? Okay. Uh, if you're comfortable, that don't mean to sure. scare you. Just want to know how to help. Okay. Ifrin, can you give me a perception check, please? Can do. Mm. Ooh, that's an 18. Okay. Um, so, as Delilah starts to talk, you see a very faint light coming from her eyes. Very, very faint. Ooh, what kind of glow is that? Can I, can I kind of get, like, real up close to her as she's doing it? and make it make some sort of check I don't know what I would do but I think it's magic oh the, the king thought I did bad but I, I didn't and dad didn't believe me and so they were gonna put me in the furnace it's terrible what are you talking about furnace yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the, it's the, the, the scary thing in town that has fire. Ghost, do you know what this furnace is? Oh, okay. Um, would I know the furnace? Probably, since it's on my level. Um, DM, would I know uh, the furnace? Yeah, yeah you would. Um, the furnace is usually where they burn scrap. And it's also where they burn prisoners. It's, um, usually made, it's usually made a spectacle. Yeah, 
that's lovely. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, the furnace usually just burns scrap, but when the King of Steam, you know, catches a prisoner, um, they also get thrown in the furnace, and it becomes a big spectacle. That which... sounds. Quincy's awful. eyes go wide. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that sounds what? real bad. What barbaric hell is this place? Welcome to the city of Gears. How'd you get away, kid? Um, Dolly saved me, and then we went to a scary tunnel, and my my brother was there, and I found this cloak, and it made me disappear so I could find help, because my, my brother is also stuck, and there's people looking for him because he's trying to, to, um, I don't know the word. He's trying to- Leave? No, he wants, he wants no more King of Steam. Oh. Assassin. No, he's starting a rebellion. Is that it? I oh, think um, that's... yeah, that, that's oh, it. Good job. Yeah, oh, rebellion okay. is a tough word. Oh no! Last time you're I met not wrong there. <clears throat> well, how would you guys plan a rebellion? And um, guys, well, before we, we probably... talk about rebelling stuff, we can't really. Um, we should keep it for the bubble. Yeah, yeah. yeah bubble we, here. Right now, we oh, could be scryed okay. on, so let's not talk about that and continue asking her questions. Uh, Delilah, do you mind me asking you how old you are? Um. Yeah, I'm three and a half. Well, you're pretty adventurous for three and a half. I give you that. <laughs> no, I'd rather be with a story. What kind of story? Well, I, got a few. Uh, I always liked it when my brother Declan would read me stories about magic. What kind of magic? I don't have those kind of stories, but Ifrin over there has oh, magic oh, stories. Oh, yeah, I'm possibly. sure Ifrin has lots of magic stories that would be appropriate for a three and a half year old. I'm, I'm not saying, saying that, but I'm he has saying, magic I'm, stories. I'm trying to. Try. <laughs> You're giving me that look like uh, I'm going to be responsible either way. Please? Uh, I'll make it tasteful. But appropriate is relative. She has a doll with knives for hands. Well, okay. um, I, I, I would like to point out that I could. Thank you, M. <laughs> if if you all would like, I could take Delilah um, to the. Yeah, yeah I think maybe Aurora is the it, best person. It, it, give her dolly back, quick. please, as well. Uh, I definitely give her the doll back. Uh, Delilah, this is Aurora. Aurora, this is Delilah. Hey. So we should... so, I'll, uh, I'll I'll take her into the room for a bit, okay. and uh, you all can come up with a plan of what our next course of action is. Uh... And she takes Delilah off into the off into another room, and it's you guys there with Shadow and Stella. Um, um with the gear that Shadow brought from the man that he murdered. <laughs> um. What is included in that gear? Like, obviously, it's the 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 hands it's, of the king. It, it's gear. the full it's the full leather armor, including the the cowl, 
and Act. the um, and, and and the mask, as is well it as also as the well weapon. As, yes, it is. There, there is there is um, there was one pistol that Ifrim picked up and was playing with, and mm-hmm. there was a there was a, uh, a, a what's it basically a guitar that has two um, it has two barrels on either side that can shoot slugs out of it as well. Does it have a jetpack? Wonderful. No, this one does not. <laughs> Dad, why did you... So, why do those weapons look weird? Because they're... This place is weird. What's I mean, up, champ? Why, why did you bring the full gear? <sighs> Alright, kid. You know what I did, right? Why I had the skills that I do? Yeah. You weren't. This, this guy was already watching you. I needed to make sure that he didn't report anything. By bringing the gear in here, should one of your friends need to be able to scout for you or watch your guys' backs, they can travel across the rooftop in this gear. It's Who a- doesn't look like the gear would fit? That's what I was about to ask. Yeah. It's was probably it- about like 5'8 to 6'2, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. That so we're all the No, no, I'm too short for it. Yeah, I'm too short for it, too. Oh. Probably about five eight to six two and slender. Not Tig. Yeah, if we start to put gear on, the horns would be a good. Would it? Do you yeah. think it would fit Quincy or Ifrin? I'm already okay, putting Ifrin's it on. already putting it on. Yeah. We're gonna give the wizard the gun. No, I'm not no. giving the wizard no. the gun. No. Okay. The wizard does not. Ifrin, I agree. Glissy might be the best one to wear that. Yeah. Because if we give the armor, we have to give the gun because if so, yeah. if assassin sees them in armor without their weapons. Yeah. Joseph, yeah. what did you do? Very true. I, and okay, because this armor is actually pretty heavy and, and okay, I can't really yeah. wear it anyway. Yeah. Pl- uh, I'll, I'll, wear the I'll wear the yeah. armor. Alright. Now. <laughs> um, is there. Like- <laughs> Another place that people can change so that we're just not standing here in the open? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not getting naked in the living room. <laughs> because I mean, I've done this in front of books, but I don't think people want to see us to see them now. No, it's... This is why it's... you should be a sequel and not have genitals. Mm. There you go. Problem solved. Just be a tree. It's all feathers, okay? Uh, it's just all feathers. You know, I, I, I will say I miss sequel, but sometimes it's like I can hear her voice. <laughs> you can hear her voice. That, that all was right. Um, now I guess uh, it's time to get to to business. And I look towards my dad. Can you uh? <laughs> can you get the blinds? Can you get the blinds? Yeah, sure. Fancy automatic blinds. I'm just gonna go into the bathroom and, uh... I mean, I am in a poor person's house. <laughs> I'll just, I'll go find a secluded space. With which to change. With which to change. The, which to the change. hall to the left. Last door All on right. the left. Alright, thank you. Um, I shall go in there. Come out. Um, I reach into... Quincy's backpack, that's actually my backpack, and I pull out the, uh, the map. I give Ghost back his backpack. Yeah, I give Quincy yeah. his backpack. So, uh, this is the map to the King of Steam's place. 
because we're gonna have to. Part of me wonders where he got it, but I'm not gonna. I'm, that's I got good. it from a little gnome guy. Christ. A gnome? No. Ha! Okay. <laughs> I don't know the gnome you're talking about, but I'm making I... a copy. <laughs> you were there. At... Never mind. Yeah, I know. And then I saw a blinding flash of light and after I got my information, and now I don't remember what the guy looked like. Oh, hmm. That's what that light did. Guess I was too far away. So, Ghost, you are blinded by the light? Yeah. <laughs> Just another groaner in the night. I was like a runner in the night. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> I would like to leave. I would like to just get up and walk away. Uh, <laughs> Y'all are insane. Uh, I think right. we've made two games. Okay. Uh, oh, anyway, so, every damn day. Back okay. to business. So, so the information I've learned is that there's mm -hmm. going to be he has a three car garage. Four friends. Two three car garages. He has two three car garages. And a Porsche. Coacher. Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, it's What's a car? I know we have I mean, carriages. I've heard all of them. But what's it's a car? ridiculous that he. I haven't. I've lived on top of a mountain for five years. And how do you know what a carriage is? Because he I saw him in one. Douglas. Yeah, we also rode one. We rode so, a wagon. So, so this is where the thing that you need, Ghost, is. Yeah, it's right. uh, somewhere in here. Do you know where in the city this is? They've got his yeah, and hers. It's uh, amazing. <laughs> what a great It's not the time difference. How would you have to... I can admire his four plans later. two different his and hers bathrooms? That's ridiculous. Well, but you can tell that's a very big deck. Just another needlessly um, thing. Uh, but there's... Anyway. There's uh, three rings and mm -hmm. the uh, the king lives in the the highest ring. All right. Um, I managed to figure out. Do, do you think the king's compensating for something living that high? I mean, possibly, but Almost that's not uh, that's not me for, for me to find out. So this is in the highest ring. Yep. Great. Um, at the check light lounge, we're gonna have some friends visiting, and I'm gonna play air quotes around friends mm -hmm. and I should I should probably wait for the bubble on this one but we're already balls deep into this um so at the check late lounge at two o'clock tomorrow four of our friends will arrive all right um we could do some work with them and try and plan further um there's 15 on the walls at all times and the shift changes at 3 p.m. and 3 a.m. So we either have to strike at afternoon or at dawn, not dawn, but early morning. Middle of the night, yeah. Well. So if we go to bed now, <laughs> we can make it for that first shift change. Well, we still have to tomorrow go get the stuff with which to accomplish the shift change. That is true. So we have basically the way that this sort of times out presently is we have tonight to rest and maybe in the morning figure out our explicit plan when we have the bubble and then uh, we can meet our friends at 2pm and then either hit the shift change 
an hour later if we think that's smart or hit the shift change in the morning. Uh, it depends on what kind of distraction say, you might have. I mean, like, what if he's in the palace? Or I, I have a idea for a distraction, and I I don't want to talk about it without the bubble. Do the details yeah, in the bubble. Well, you can do the details in the bubble, but I have an idea for a distraction. Do we know where everyone's going to sleep tonight? Uh, on the ground. Well, I know there's chairs and stuff. But... There's, there's, we, we got the couch. We got the chair. We got another bedroom. Raph's in my bed. Yeah. What? Yeah, we'll just make it work. Big sleepover. The... It'll be fine. I go grab all the blankets and pillows in the house and start throwing them in the living room. All of them? We're gonna make a fort. Leave them for, for silence. You just, you just, you just <laughs> took the one out from mine from underneath Ghost's mom. Do not, Do not steal the one no. from Ghost's mom. I slap it for and put it back. You fool! You took of a fool. I make her float first, and I just remove all the blanks. No, 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 no. You, no. Put that no. you put that mother back. Oh, you better put that back around. You better punch you. I would not seriously do that. We know. So, we've got silences left over lasagna, and then the rest of the evening, and then tomorrow's gonna be a big day. Every day's a big day. Oh, you're not wrong. I'll sleep in a corner. Tomorrow we're gonna go steal a flower from the most important man in the city. Right? Yep. You're goddamn right, and it's gonna be one hell of a story. And then, <sighs> if we that, survive, we're gonna go blow up a factory or something. Uh, uh, we will dis- we will we will discuss that tomorrow in the bubble. Yeah, I uh, actually had an idea sure for that. Technically, y'all. Technically, y'all don't know where we're blowing shit up because I Vance told that to me quietly yeah. in my head. I'm the only person who knows what the distraction is. Sorry, we're you're good. Stealing a flower, and then we're gonna try and leave. Wait, they said the King of Steam had that. Shouldn't we look for the shards in his? Yeah, house? we're I, also I, looking for the shards. Okay, we're on it. Oh, I, yeah. I know where they are, are and they we will we will discuss it tomorrow in the bubble look I just don't we, we're planning on stealing from the most important person in this fucking city and he's horrifying the less likely he knows anything it feels like the better I'm, I'm not trying to be sneaky I'm just really trying to cover our asses <laughs> Oh, you all need to sleep, Antigone. Huh? Nope, that's in my head. Okay. Oh, I thought that was my dad for a second, and I got <laughs> so fucking panicked. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like, since when did fucking my dad learn Take's name as Antigone? Like, hold the phone. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, yeah. Tig does not respond to this. Tig is just sort of straight faced. Right, uh, we, we should all get some shut-eye. Yeah, for sure. Whoa. Yeah, there's, uh, there's one thing I want to check first, and I'm gonna yeah, need a go volunteer ahead. to come with me. I'll go with you. 
Oh, Wait, can go. Go. Well, um, well, there's something I gotta go look anyone at. Anyone is gonna go with you. It should be Glisse because they're the one in the disguise. This is true because they can I go can along the, the rooftops. rooftops. I can oh, that's like what I'm saying. If Glisse goes on the roofs and we walk on the road, okay. We shouldn't. We don't need a big group. It. This is already so sketchy. I think it makes more sense for some of us to, for most of us to stay. Ghost is from here. I trust him. Glisse has the costume and is uh, uh, sneaky. And I trust. I trust him. And and she's got the gun and the other gun. Uh, Tig is like Glisse. Do you know how to shoot that? That like. Yeah, I was just about to ask you if I could get some tips and tricks. Uh, yeah, Tig, and I assume yeah. also Quincy, uh, gives Glisse a rundown on how to operate firearms. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I know is that you put your finger in and on the trigger no, while no, you're no, waiting. No, 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 you do not do that. You, you <laughs> explicitly don't do that. You only have your finger on the trigger when you intend to fire. And that was a PSA for all of our listeners who may not know that. <laughs> good, good gun safety tips with Tig and yes. Quincy. Also, don't carry a loaded firearm or shoot a firearm in a two-story building at the roof. Yeah, for sure. Also, also, don't carry a loaded firearm into a school. Don't carry okay, a don't firearm, do that. period. Let's just say that. school. <laughs> uh, t- so Tig gives Glisse, like, I don't think this would grant you proficiency in any regard, but it's at least like you now know how to operate it. There you go. Um, I'm, I'm going to aim is going to be similar to a crossbow bolt. Uh, close enough, close enough. That it, it should be good enough for government work. Only much yeah, more power. for sure. So I'm going to roll up the map. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll up the map. Give it to Tig. Uh, Tig puts in her backpack. <laughs> And then, do I have a back door? So I can study it a little bit before you put it away. Oh, yeah, then yeah. I won't put it away. I'll let uh, M look it over for sure. Thanks. Um, does my house have a back door? I did and post a picture of your house. Oh, well, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going to figure out what it, the back it, door is. It has, it has a sliding glass door in the back. All right, cool. I'm going to send Glisse out through the sliding glass door. Um, I'm going to get on the roof. On the roof. And then I'm going to walk out through the front door, still as a dwarf. And I'm going to uh, go to the trash or the garbage my dad was sitting on and take a look inside. I will follow. Um, You take a look inside and you see a really pale looking guy, dark hair, um, these kind of really dark eyes. And throat just completely slid open. It's not my dad, is it? Nope. Buck naked, too. Alright. I'm gonna... Um... Just double-checking... Um... I'm assuming my dad doesn't have any, like, birthmarks or anything? No. Alright. I'm gonna make my way back to the house and signal for, uh... Glisse to come back. Alright, and I will follow him. And during that time, Aurora's gonna come out uh, from the room and kind of 
grab your arm, Quincy, to try to get yeah. your attention. Uh, Quincy. Um, Delilah fell asleep. Uh, she needed to tell you something. Uh, she was talking about her brother and a couple of other like-minded individuals pinned down. Down? Forces of the King of Steam, it sounds Where, like. exactly? Uh, near, near the southern wall in the Undercity. Right now? It's, what it sounds like, it just sounds like they, they're unable to leave. But I feel like we should at least make a plan to help them somehow. Er, uh, do you think immediate action is required, or do you think a plan? Well, if this is a, a force that's pinned them down, I feel like a plan would be better off than right, rushing in. Right. Especially, it sounds like they are at least in cover okay. right now. Okay, so we do have some time. Uh, okay, I'll, we'll definitely talk about this when we get our bubble up. Yeah. Uh, I need to get some get some sleep. So, um, yeah, Quincy, how do you do uh, it? What exactly? Oh, you're still so strong after everything that you. Well, I mean, I, I had a talk with Raph about uh, strength versus power and all that. Um, but I guess to sum up, where I myself draw strength. This might sound a little cliche, but mainly three things. I have faith in my abilities and in my uh, and in the things I believe. I have I think most of all I have hope. I know that things can be better, so I keep trying. Even when things look like we're never gonna get any better. And and I do have love. Not just of Jolene, though. That's probably the biggest one. And I... These things... I feel like they're the things that give people strength. And as for me, well... I believe that I'll... believe that they don't leave a person truly until you choose to let them. So... I guess it's just... A choice to not give up hope. Sounds silly and all that. But, uh, how do you... How do you still... Like, if... If, say, someone was... Someone was broken and didn't know how to fix it and just wanted to be strong because they didn't have... They didn't have a reason to be sad or weak right now. It didn't make sense. How do you... How do you stay strong even if you feel weak? Well, I would say that our emotions rarely give us a reason as to why they show up. They just do. And as for how to stay strong when you feel weak, well, as paradoxical as it sounds, Sometimes when you lean on other people, the even people struggling with a lot themselves, the load becomes lighter for the both of you. I, and all I, I guess what I mean by that is if there were someone 
felt like they needed some form of strength, needed friend that they can count on. Well, I'd be happy to oblige. Aurora just kind of gives you a hug. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> no, she, no, it, go and... it's all right. I'm gonna go and uh, keep an eye on Delilah. Um, just uh, you know if you need I, anything. I will. Did she? Does she look familiar to you somehow? I get a vague feeling, but I can't place it. Yeah, yeah she she does. I just yeah. not sure. Well, some things for sure. <sighs> just based on what she said alone, I'm ready to shoot the king right in his stupid face. What kind of father would allow that to happen to his child? I wouldn't if they were my child, that's for sure. It's yeah, Quincy, um, okay? Um, I, I think they do want to briefly check on, like, how Raph is doing. Uh, if you're gonna go check on Raph, Tig would follow you because she gave Raph the jeweler's loop because she knew that <laughs> that um, Ghost was trying to get Raph to read the uh, contract. Um, and since Raph is uh, sleeping, <laughs> uh, Tig is going to try and translate via the book. Uh, I, I guess since they're both standing near Raph, as Quincy's kind of looking him over, without like turning to look at Tig, he says... I'm not going to ask you if you're okay, because I know you're going to lie to me. So instead, I'm going to ask you what's wrong. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Um, um, I learned, uh, can you repeat that, DM? Because I didn't catch it. I think you can trust him. Yeah. I, um, I learned where the gun is from. Oh? Uh, and, uh, how it got to, to my family. And, uh, it's some fucking time bullshit oh, again. Our group has so much random time nonsense. It's... Uh-huh. Uh, you in particular, hon. The gun is originally from Alteris. Row is from Alteris. Yeah. And it was purchased in Alteris by my father. By your dad. And then at some point your dad sold it to my uh great 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 grandmother. Quincy tilts his head like he's trying to put like he's trying to do the math in his head and he's like I don't oh gosh what is that, yeah that math done you're like check out. down a gallon of absinthe or something I don't oh my gosh you're no. Lord, what are you doing I'm, buddy oh it's so I don't know why your dad bought it. I don't know why your dad sold it to Rodantha. Um, but it was your 
gun oh. first. Um, you can go ahead and keep it. Say, do you think I could get out and stretch my legs for a little bit? Quincy, if I show you something, you can't get mad at me. I cannot promise you uh, how... But I will say this. I cannot promise you what emotions I will feel, but I can promise you that I will do my best to remain calm and not act upon whatever emotions may come. All right. Do I have your consent then? Yeah. Thank you. And black smoke <laughs> spews out of Row. <laughs> and there, standing in front of you, is a pale man with black hair with a singular red bang in front. These black eyes with yellow irises and a horizontal black pupil cutting across. Gloved hands and wearing a regal looking maroon and black suit. Good to meet you. Uh, yeah. Quincy H. Elias. And your name is? I mean, my name is Vanth. Mm. Vanth. Quincy just pinches the bridge of his nose. And he's like, what is it with all these evil weapons coming out, tempting my friends? I'm sorry. Did I... Did I do something easy? Well, I mean, look, you have a whole vibe, okay? <laughs> well, that's profiling. Okay. You know what, Tig? You're right. That's 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 on me. I just, uh, you know, when I see, you know, smoke coming out of a weapon and turning into a person, I don't exactly assume the best. I'll admit that's a flaw within my character, apparently. How should I have appeared out of Roe? In a way that made you trust me with sparkles. That and would unicorns. be even more suspicious. You understand yeah, the dilemma. I suppose. It's just. You gotta understand you're a lot. You're a lot to just. Ugh. Oh. I, I definitely understand that I'm a little yeah. bit much to handle. I mean. Well, oh, okay. I guess I will say, so far, you don't seem as evil as this idiot, and he just sort of clangs the evil dark sword that he has in his backpack. Mm. Don't seem as bad as this one, anyway. Thank you. Yeah. I try. Uh... So you're... You're the... You're the spirit of the gun. In a way. I'm most of its power source. And my father purchased you. And then sold you off? That's correct. When my... F this is gonna be a weird question. Was there some kind of strange shift in his personality between when he bought you and when he sold you? Yes. How would you describe it? I regret to inform you that in a scuffle between Professor Reese Cadigan and my former master, Jonathan Elias. Professor Cadigan got hold of me and fired a shot at your father's head. 
rebuilt a new body for him, gave him his things back, and sent him home. Quincy. With explicit instructions to sell me before he reached home. It wasn't long after that that. You ended up at Laracus, Curios, and Armaments. Didn't explain the timeline shift, but here we are. I am sorry to be the bearer of bad news. No, 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 it's... I suspected he was dead for some time, but... <laughs> you know, I guess it is a little bit different now that you can put a face and a name to it. Ah, oh, isn't it? Like before it was just a void and now it's a now it's a fire and Quincy like takes a deep breath like okay Egg thank you for for trusting me and, and showing me appreciate it and yeah please don't don't tell anyone else you just now noticed that Aurora's been in this room this entire time, and she's just had a mouth like a like a full of lasagna above her mouth. The whole time. Aurora, Aurora, this is the lasagna trio. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> you, what happened in this room stays between the three of us. Okay. A sequel to the pastry quartet. She just kind of nods her head while holding the lasagna right there okay. by her mouth. Okay. Uh, finish the lasagna. You're you're so thin. You should be eating more. You're. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to body shame. I'm just worried about your health. <sighs> Tig looks ill. Like she. Like this is all just so much constantly right now. Uh, like she looks ill. Tig, uh, uh, Quincy uh, kind of puts a hand on her shoulder. I, I mean, I guess... Yeah, I guess he can. I mean, he's tall enough for that. Um, yeah. He can reach. <laughs> Still my friend, okay? If you... If there's anything else you want to talk to me about, any, any fears or concerns or anything, you just... You just let me know, okay? I know. Uh, I know. This is all a lot, and I, and I understand how this might throw y'all for a loop, but... One of the most intelligent people I know. Right? You got a good head on your shoulders. You just need to use it. But don't be afraid. Yeah. Rely on me. Or any other member of the Andromeda. Okay? We're a team. We're our leader, but we're a team. We work through stuff together. I'm here for you as well, Antigone. I understand how that's a little less comforting. Yeah. Why is it less comforting? You know what? If it's lost on you, I'm not going to explain it. Yeah. Uh, Tig is going to just sort of go back to looking for the, the yeah, jeweler's uh, loop. He, he had it right here. Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks. I'm going to see if I can figure this out for Yeah. ghost. Um, uh, Tig? Uh, Quincy, uh, yeah. uh, kind of hippie toes and gives Tig a hug. Uh, Tig, Tig gives Quincy a hug back. And, yeah, then pats her back uh, to signal the hug is over and says, <laughs> not alone. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then Quincy will just kind of pull up a chair next to Raph's uh, sleeping body and make sure that Raph is okay. And then yeah, and then probably go to sleep there. Yeah, just in the chair. In the chair. Uh, Tig is gonna sort of gesture to Vanth to, like, get back in the gun. Uh, Alright. And he turns back into black smoke and goes back into Ro. Uh, and she's gonna uh, go to the kitchen and just sit and use the jeweler's loop and the book of abyssal and sort of just take the time to try and decipher uh the contract that ghost has and as you start doing that you hear you know i could help with that if you want yes please and your eyes feel black and smoky as all of the words lift off the page and shuffle into common. Uh, what's it say? Uh, well, the entirety of the contract states that any entity tethered by mortality to the entity that signed the contract is bound by said contract. It also says that the command word for aftercut is mirror. Is mirror. Uh, Tig makes a mental note of that and then when she gets a chance to, to like flag over Ghost uh, mm-hmm. like uh, so I was able to decipher this uh, basically you're fucked um, yeah but, I kind of figured that uh, the part that I think you're going to enjoy is that the command word for that nifty little sword you got there is a mirror. Um, so do with that what you wish. Uh, and she'll hand the contract back to a uh, ghost. Um, um, did it say anything about how to get out? Like any of the terms and conditions? Or- did it say anything about how to get out? <laughs> um, that the contract remains for... 30 years or until a zero balance is carried for one full year. Uh, Tig relays that information. <sighs> so like I said, you're fucked. Uh, yep. Actually, maybe I can... Uh, hmm. And Ghost no is gonna one, walk away. No one get Thank any you, Tig. more. You're welcome. No one get any more fucking credit cards. Please, for the love of I God. I can't gonna deal go with the stress. You're going to go sleep in this corner now. I cannot. Rover just kind of oh curls gosh. up in a little ball, starts snore giggling. Uh, <laughs> DM, can I now permanently read Abyssal? No. Um, it's just a uh, when I get help thing. <laughs> Vamp can comprehend languages for you. Great. Wonderful. I'm sorry. I can't read this. <laughs> Let me pull out my gun. My reading gun. <laughs> my reading gun <laughs> you've heard of reading glasses now get ready for a reading for gun, a reading gun. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> T- Tig is gonna just go find a spot to just sort of uh sit and uh okay 
Alright, so everyone gets settled in for the night. Does anyone do anything else tonight before the morning? I would like to attune to the cloak. Okay, do you know how? Well, I'm assuming, can I make an arcana check? Because the other assumption I would have is I just wear it for a while. Yeah, make an arcana check. 21. Yeah, you just need to wear it for a while. Hell yeah. Um, I'd like to take the ammunition out of my gun, but keep it in its own separate container. Okay. And then I'd like to maybe get some help from Tig or Quincy on how to break it down and then uh, put it Tig back will show together. You. Yeah. Okay. Tig will show you how to disassemble and reassemble it. Yeah. So, Stella kind of comes up to you, Ghost. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, hey, um, I know we didn't get a chance to talk much. Um, yeah, I appreciate you taking care of my parents while I was out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Is everything okay? You seem on edge, like a lot more than than I anticipated. Well, um, my <laughs> my mom's kind of dying. Um, yeah. my dad. I knew he was a thief, but I didn't know he was a super thief slash assassin because I went back to the garbage can just to cover tracks and, uh, well, we found the Altrace assassin. Um, on top of that, I have to go to a friend's house. I'm going to put air quotes around this and pick up something that doesn't even belong to me on top of that i have a memory problem that got me fourteen thousand gold in the credit card debt that does put a damper on things Uh, sorry Um, to uh unload but i'm just no no it's okay i honestly i wish i knew how to help better (laughs) all i know how to really do is uh well all i really know how to do is take care of people well, talking like this, uh, it definitely helps. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I am glad you're here, Ghost. It's a tough time for the city right now. It's just absolutely horrendous rebellion, and I really hope that everything works out and that we get the chance to build again the right way. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing the city struggling as much as it is, and... You know, when you find out that prisoners get thrown into a furnace, that definitely uh, doesn't make the place a lovable location, you know? It's not a dream home. I don't know who would want a vacation here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How is it? Hmm? How is it on the outside? It's, uh... It's lovely. Um, There's a lot of open space. It's nice not having... I guess, authority, in a sense, consistently breathing down your neck. Um, All the places I've seen, all the experiences I have, um, all the people I've met, it's it's all been unique and something I will most definitely cherish. And maybe once this is all uh, said and done, I could take you outside for that date that I owe you. (laughs) I mean, I was... I was just trying to get you to laugh. I didn't expect you to. I look forward to it. Yeah, I mean, you did save my life, so... I mean, I might as well return the favor and, uh... (laughs) 
um, at least complete your request. I'll uh, I'll also pay, of course, you know, the gentleman way. As long as I can drive. Of course. Ghost, I, uh, I have one more request. What's up? You, do you know how I know you? I, uh, I know we ran into each other. I know you, uh, you helped me break into the mines the first time to escape. But do you know why I was there? Um, I don't, but I know you're, uh, working for a special, uh, special fellow, um, my friend's dad. My mom sent me to help you get out of the city. Who's your mom? I think you know. Do I know? It's what she says to you, but... Can I make, like, a history check? Yeah, make, make an insight check. Because Mike is dumb. You said... What, what was the check? I'm sorry. Uh, insight. 19. The digital dice are back, baby. Uh, you can see she's kind of smiling at you. You can see the same shape of the eyes. The same colorization of the eyes. Sh- strictly in the eyes. Of your old mentor. Arson's your mom? There it is. You didn't say that you were the brightest, but... Yeah, yeah, that that tends to show sometimes. Yeah, Arson's my mom. I don't know why she never told me. Uh, well, because... Because I wasn't allowed to be around her. My dad made sure that that didn't happen. Um, (laughs) but if, if this all goes according to plan, we'll have the chance to save her, save your mom... And help this rebellion along. Um, get ready for dumb question two, electric boogaloo. Um, who's the dad? Think about the worst possible case scenario for who my dad could be. It's Riss, isn't it? Or the King of Steam? Oh, I guess not. I guess not the worst. The third worst, then. Is it the professor? Ding, ding, ding. You're Professor Kazanjin and Arson's daughter. There it is. Oh no! I, know. I feel like I feel like you earned the title of her most intelligent student. Oh Jesus! And I'm just gonna put my head or my hands in my head, her hand, head and hands on. Um, that's a, uh, that's something. Um, when, when did this happen? I, 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 I don't know. I wasn't there. All I know is that my dad didn't want me around her, and when I did find her, I realized how bad my dad and the work that him and Professor Cadigan were doing together was just awful, awful stuff. So I used my position there to pass along information to the Rebellion, and I've been doing so ever since. I feel like my cover is going to be blown any day now. Um, we can try our best to help keep you disguised as long as needed. Oh man, oh. I, I know it's 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 a lot. Well, I mean, if it all goes according to plan, you won't have to deal with meeting my dad after we kill him. So. Yeah, um, saving my mom and what was gonna be your mom, but I'm assuming her and Kazanjin are uh, our couple. No, they're not. Matter of fact, he's been keeping her prisoner for a while now. 
Alright, um, so, uh, a fun fact, I can probably get your mom out, but it's, uh, it's gonna be a little bit rough. I'll, I'll help in any way I can. Anything, anything you guys need. Um, you wouldn't happen to know where there, where a, uh, a second hibernation belladonna would be, right? Uh, the only one I know of is... And this is going to be uh, a lot tougher than I thought. I do know that there was an attempt on his life yesterday. Made by who? Some... Some warforged. A couple of them. I guess the hands were saying that they malfunctioned. Started going on and on about something. But if I'm being honest, I feel like they were probably just as fed up with everything else. So the rest of the city just had the guts to go through with it. But it, uh, it backfired. They both died. At least that's what, that's what's playing out. It, uh, it looks like we've got a lot of planning we have to do. And then Ghost realizing he's still like a dwarf. He's going to turn back into his fox form in the house. You know, that'll never get old. It's my handy-dandy disguise kit. Do you need to get some sleep for tonight? Yeah, I, uh, I want to stay up a little bit longer and just keep an eye on things can we keep you company um if you'd like to i'm not gonna force you of course i'd like to and she just kind of sits next to you and pulls out a harmonica and starts to play softly and with that we will cut over to alabaster out in the woods with sepal and cadmus um so um Are these mushrooms edible? People's gonna um, kneel down and have a look. What are that color? Uh, they're dark, dark purple, almost black. Seeple's uh, gonna look through that notes and be like, "Hmm, I don't really see those back home. Only one way to find out." And <laughs> and she gulps one up. Um, it's a bit rancid. Um, and you kind of look around and you see these weird green lines everywhere do they're I feel kinda, bad? They're all, no you don't feel bad you just see these weird green lines that are like in the ground and they're all pointing towards one central spot deeper in the woods seems like these are edible but oh. you will see green lines but we gotta follow them so you gotta eat one don't worry oh. I got you oh that, that, that's, a, that's a fun let's do that yeah, that's true. He, sco- he, he scoops up the whole cluster and pops it into smell. <laughs> uh, what a mad lad. Come on, come on, let's go, Gatmus. Uh, Alright, I'm coming. And you follow the green lines through the, uh, through the, the jungle, through the forest. And you head further in, and as you get towards where the green lines converge, you see that there is this old, very, very old, decrepit-looking archway. Stones stacked jaggedly all the way over. Moss growing and vines wrapping it all together. Looks like the greenery is what's holding it together. And near the front of the archway, you see a small hole in the ground pitch black inside of it 
about this hole is about only a foot wide um with these mushrooms do i see anything in the archway itself do you what do i see anything in the archway itself is there like any shimmering nope. light or anything no nope, it's just an empty archway do i see any light coming from the hole no nope, it's just pitch black Sorry. Hey, Cadmus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Should we go into the hole? I don't... I can't see much in there. I, I don't feel like we'd fit in the hole, but... And he puts his whole hand down in there. Okay, Cadmus, be careful. As soon as you feel something bite you, get your hand out of there. Okay, um... Oh, um... There's, uh... There's a twig. Like a, like a, what do you call, what do you call a baby tree? A sapling. Yeah, one of those. It's just like in the ground. Okay. And he, pull, he, he pulls his hand out. Does he bring the sapling out with his hand? No, he does not. People's going to put their hands in and see if they can feel like for a leaf or for a bit of dead branch that they can take out to try and identify the plant. Um, so reach in and you feel the sapling and it is vibrantly alive almost like almost like on the edge of pure life you Whoa. haven't felt nature magic like that since you were back home okay Cadmus uh, yeah yeah this is impressive stuff that sapling is powerful we aren't allowed to touch it because we don't want to kill it but let's dig this hole bigger okay he starts and, digging through the dirt. Yeah, and uh, people use their branch hands to help with the digging. As you both kind of uncover the dirt, um, you see a very tiny pine sapling at the bottom of it. Very beautiful, very vibrant in terms of color. And you can see it's pulsating with that same green energy. Um, Sepal's gonna put one hand on the sapling very gently and just make quick make a quick prayer to the roots, um, seeking knowledge and awareness and guidance for the next step. Should I make a religion check? Uh, you make a percentage roll. Percentage roll? Ooh. Mm -hmm. 76. Okay. The sapling erupts from the ground into full-fledged tree shooting higher and higher and higher and as it not fully sprouts you can see on the other side the archway now has this green shimmering energy in the middle of the archway the tree itself taking up this now massively 60 foot wide view in front of you Seabull's gonna make a note make a note in the book and be like whoa this is insane and with that Seabull like Hey, Um Let's hop in. See what happens. What, what happened to the tree? Oh, we're going? Uh, okay. Yeah, well, that, that sapling was very powerful, so I made a quick prayer to the root. Great guy, great, great god. Love him to bits. He's amazing. Anyways, um, and I'm presumably his power channeled through me, because that's how I am. Made the tree grow a bunch and activate this portal. <laughs> yeah, let's hop in. Yeah, sure. That sounds like fun. For sure. And you two hop through the portal. And with that, we will cut back over to Alteris.
You all are resting for the night. Is anyone awake? Not sleeping? Uh, um, myself. And me, because I'm still kind of keeping watch a little bit. What time? Like, how late is it? Because I. That's also a good question. <laughs> yes, very good question. Because the answer it's, is maybe. It's, it's currently about 11 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. I think totally Tig is still up. Yeah, it goes to still up. Trover sits up, quickly shakes his head, and then falls back on the floor. Okay. For those of you still awake, you see Delilah come out of the room holding Dolly. And she kind of rubs her eyes and looks around. Hi there, sweet pea. What's wrong? Um, I miss my brothers. Yeah, that's understandable. I'm sure you do. But we'll we'll try and get you back to them in the morning. Okay. I, I think you can see Kinda was nodding off to sleep, but then hears her and, and gets up. Oh, hey there. Uh, having trouble falling asleep? I, I just miss oh. my brothers. Um, I, I guess Quincy will try to offer her, like, a hug if she wants it. Notice that she kind of winces and step oh, back, steps, hey, I, steps backwards. Hey, I'm not going to hurt you. I, I was just offering it. Sorry. You know where your brothers are? A little bit? Um, Delian's trapped. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen Declan since I left my house. And my sister Damaris has been gone a long time. Oh. D was that was that name mentioned in the journal of note sharing? I think it is. I think it is mentioned in the journal of note sharing. Oh goodness. I think I think we know who oh. Damaris is. Damaris? Yeah. It's my sister. Well, I think Quincy will uh like motion for Tig to like pull out the Yeah. The book. Yeah. Tig is like flipping to to the page where Drian sort of left the information about uh his sister Damaris. We uh one of our our, our friends, friends knows Damaris. Damaris. Met her. Yeah. So so Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it, it says here yeah, she found uh, she found another brother of yours. No, Delian and Declan have been here. Tomorrow's uh, up before. A an even an even older brother. The oldest. Older than Demars. Like. Wow! So like, so like the auspicious, who like delivers presents. Um, kind of. Kind, kinda, like like big with the with the white oh, beard oh, and that old. <laughs> No, um, I, I don't think they're that. Old. Yeah, no, not not that old. They're just older than 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 your sister and your other two brothers. Yeah, I I actually met uh, this eldest sibling too. Uh, they were uh, they were very quiet, but they were very very intelligent and they were very polite. Very polite. What about, what about my dad? With, with what we can put together, it's Reese Cadigan, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
You don't have to go back to your dad if you don't want to. But my dad would make my dad would make it so I didn't I didn't shock anybody. Well and then if the shocks get too bad hey. that it hurts someone. My friend, Drian, he talked about this kind of thing too. He he has shocks too. And you know what? You wanna do you wanna try to talk to Drian? This here is a magic notebook. Whatever we write in it shows up in a notebook that Drian has. If you want, you can ask them about the, the shocking. Maybe they can help you. Do your other siblings have the shocks too? Um, we all have different. Mm. Mine's in my fingers. Do, do you know how to write? Um, Let's see, she's three. I can make a square. Oh, you know what? You Why can draw a square. I help you write to them. Okay. Okay. Um. I guess Quincy will will take them back to bed. Um. Lie her down, and then, uh, he will take out the journal of note sharing and say, "Just uh, just tell me whatever it is you want me to write." Um. Hi. My name's Delilah. Hmm. I am three and a half, and I shock people with my fingers. Quincy says you are like the auspicious and old, but my brother. Hmm. How do I not hurt friends? Um. Lila, three and a half. And, uh, there we go. And I'll let you know as soon as they respond back, okay? Okay. So, uh, you say that you like to hear, uh, stories before you go to bed? Yeah. Uh, you like magic. magic. Um, uh, can, can Quincy try, like, rack his brain and remember if there's, like, some kind of story with the auspicious or some other like very magical bedtime story he can think of uh your dad told you stories of oh, accounting gosh. he would he, he would he would literally balance the books out loud and put you to sleep mm. every, time. every time i mean i can i can try and do oh, a story uh, yeah. if you'd like I can also do a story of my dad i, w I was i was told a lot of stories as yeah a kid. that'd be lovely and then Quincy let thinks. Me, let me. She's just kind of I, holding I, her doll there. And I, I Quincy have to thinks my brain to himself, quick, okay? you know what? I need to look at children's what? books when I get back. One, one moment as I, I have to think. Just think think real hard. And. And, and real. One moment. I gotta. Okay. Okay. Alright. Uh, are you comfortable, Delilah? Dolly and I are listening. There was long ago, my child, a world of wonder, where the elephants and the giraffes would prance about and make cake and be all sorts of fun. Now these elephants and giraffes, they were good friends, child, much like the kitty cat and the puppy dog do like each other, but sometimes hate each other. So too would the elephants and the giraffes. 
there was another animal a long ago, my child. Make sure you're listening. That both the elephants and the giraffes would stay away from. And it was the tarantula. The tarantula with its hairy eight legs and orange stripes like the taigi and eight eyes to match each of its hairy eight legs and its little hidey hole in the clay earth would prance about and make cake and be all sorts of fun just like the elephants and the giraffes but to spite them. When the elephant made chocolate cake for the giraffe, the tarantula would make percrunkle pie. And when the giraffe taught a tango to the elephant, the tarantula would teach a duck dance. Now the elephants and the giraffes were always afraid of the tarantula, but they harbored any ill will towards the animal. But they did not harbor any ill will towards the animal, so they came up with a plan to help the tarantula become a friend. They set up a little party with all the great beasts of long ago: the taigi, the leon, the monkeys, and the toucans, the kitty cats, and the puppy dogs, the ducks, and my child, the very first humans, the great apes, and of course. The giraffes and the elephants. They decorated the party with spider webs and set out chocolate cakes and percrunkle pie and taught the animals tango and ducks taught their own dance. And when the tarantula arrived, he arrived wanting to trick all of the animals, and so he did not arrive at all. The elephants and the giraffes went to the hidey hole in the clay earth and urged the tarantula to come out. We have a party for you, said the elephant. It's got percrumple pie and duck dance and spider webs for you to rest upon," said the giraffe. Though sad, the tarantula was convinced, and what happens next, Delilah, is nothing short of a miracle. The tarantula had fun. He was sad, Delilah, because only he liked his percrumple pie and duck dance, and his hairy eight legs and eight eyes were scary to other people. The tarantula. Now sad in his hidey hole in the clay earth, said if no one liked him, that he would be hated. But he was not happy being hated. He wanted to be loved. Every animal, small like the duck or big like the elephant and the giraffe, wants to be loved. So the tarantula went to the party and had a grand old time doing the duck dance and partaking in percrunkle pie. And swinging on spiderwebs, and all the animals from the ducks and the kitty cats and puppy dogs, the great apes and the taigi and the leon, and in between the monkeys and the toucans, and of course the giraffes and the elephants, got to learn the ways of the tarantula and understood their small friend better than ever before. Did everyone? Why was everyone scared of the tarantula? Because he wanted them to be afraid of him, but. The tarantula didn't really want people to be afraid of him. He just wanted attention. So instead of giving him hate, they showed him love, and that he didn't well, need to be anybody other than himself to be what loved. If, was there an animal at the party who everyone was scared of, and the animal just wanted to be loved? Yeah, that was the tarantula. You see, Delilah just kind of look, trying to puzzle this whole thing together. Okay. And she kind of just lays there, cuddles up with her doll, and closes her eyes. That was very beautiful, Lise. Thank you. It was probably only the nicest thing the sanctuary taught me. I'm starting to like. Admittedly. I was just going to say I'm starting to like this tarantula too. 
and kind of pats, uh, he kind of pats your shoulder. You see the briefest glint of water on the waterline in Glissé's eyes, and then it just goes away. The moment is ruined by Aurora snoring in the corner in the chair. How does a woman so small have snores so big? Yeah. It boggles the mind, truly. She's gotta have, like, sleep apnea or something. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Can that's... we prop her up a little bit? <laughs> we, we just try to prop up Aurora. Um, when Brother Hammond used to do that, you pinched his nose. See, now that's gonna cause her to die. No, because... you don't pinch it hard. You just pinch both sides softly, and it readjusts. I just set her up against yeah. the wall or something. I heard snoring, so. I can't. Uh, yeah. Um, you have very unique snoring, Trover. Uh, you, you, I, I don't snore. I don't you, know what you're talking about. You giggle in your sleep, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna head on to bed. Uh, good night, Cleese. Good night, Quincy. I'll stay I'm up a little while to. Yeah, I'll stay up a little while to make sure everyone's, um, I don't, I don't need much sleep. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm descended from birds, right. so we just kind of deal. Just, uh, don't, just don't go without sleep, okay? We need you at your best. Certainly try. Uh, and Quincy will kind of head on back, try to go to sleep. Everyone else kind of heads off to bed. Ghost, you've fallen completely asleep after the events of today. Mm. The house is quiet. Glissé, you're sitting at the table, flipping through your deck. Everyone else in the house is fully asleep. What are you doing? I think I'm going to start to play a game of solitaire with the deck. Okay. As you start flipping the cards out, you see... The images of faces that you have remembered, some that you've completely forgotten, a variety, as you start playing, laying them out. Until you get to the most recent card, most recent addition to your deck, and you lay it down. The house is quiet, save for the occasional interruption from a chuckling, snoring trover, or a very deeply and loudly snoring aurora. As you sit quietly, play solitaire. You see M fast asleep on the floor. You see Tig laid out, sitting in a chair originally, just face on the table, asleep. You see Silence leaned up against a chair near the door to her room. You see Shadow there, asleep next to her, just kind of holding her hand. You see Ghost completely passed out kicked back sleeping somewhat restlessly you see Raph sleep in the bed you see Aurora head tilted back in the chair snoring loudly you see Stella sleeping next to Goat kind of curled up in the chair you see Quincy asleep in the chair next to sleeping little Delilah 
and it's completely quiet and st starting to feel a little bit tired yourself. A little bit wore from the all the travels that you've gotten to this point. What would you like to do? Um, do I notice anyone stirring at all? No, not right now. I think I'm gonna look to the card, then stare into the ceiling, look back at the card, and finish the game. It's not time. Not yet. You wrap up your game, able to scoop all the cards away. Clean game, single card left on. As your body starts to catch up, exhaustion starting to overtake you. Um, I'd like to make sure that that card deck is secured. You gotta give me a sleight of hand check. Oh, baby. Oh, goodness. Thirteen. You secret it away amongst all of your rest here. Do you head to go lay down? Yeah. I go lay down. As you head to lay down, get some sleep. You'll rest quietly and peacefully with nothing to interrupt your sleep. And you all wake the next morning completely and fully rested. Probably the best night's sleep that you've had since since you left Douglas. What do y'all do? Uh, I guess Quincy will uh, start making breakfast for everyone. If oh, yeah, uh, uh, we lasagna still have leftover lasagna, I guess. Uh, I guess we'll go with that. Oh, that lasagna was good, but I don't think I want it for breakfast. What's wrong with a breakfast lasagna? Yeah. Don't, I'm don't drinking we have, alcohol in we the have morning and you food. want me to eat cheese with alcohol. Why is this? You, you, you Isn't that a classic combination? Egg lasagna. That, Quincy, you, you see, you terrible. see silence come out of the bedroom, like, ho like hobbling very slowly along, as she is, tries to shoo you away from what? the kitchen. Bob, Bob, go sit no, down. No, 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 no I'm making you, breakfast. Um, respectfully, go you're very, down. you're very sick. You shouldn't pee up. Respectfully, don't. <laughs> go sit your ass down. She, I got she it. looks, she looks you directly over, and you see her eyes just glint like. Flash steel. Ma'am, would you like some and help? She says, I'm making breakfast. Not on my watch. And she's gonna make and she's gonna make an oh, intimidation no. check against you. Can I give Quincy the help action of just like standing behind him? <laughs> I'm also helping Quincy not get intimidated by my mom by telling her to go sit down. This tiny, very ill woman. Uh okay. you know, wisdom saving throw, go ahead. <laughs> Wisdom saving. I hope you lose to this small sick woman. It would be pretty funny. Ah, damn. Star. Nope, what the heck? Alright, I gotta roll physical die because the D&D Beyond's being weird. Ain't that the way. The classic D&D Beyond failure. Oh. Mm-hmm. That'll be a 17 plus 6. 23, she beats me. 23. Why does my mom have a plus 6? Well, she's a she's mom. A mom. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, guys, yeah, I think okay. we should let her uh, cook. Yeah. That that's terrifying. I refuse. I will my mom. offer a hand to help. Ghost, I don't think it's time to argue. Ghost, you can you can set the table. Or you sit down and I take care of breakfast and set the table. So M's gonna yeah, sort of like Ghost, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna die tomorrow, I don't want it to be stuck in bed all day. 
Well, fun fact, you're not going to die tomorrow, not over my watch. And uh, just go sit down at the table, Mom. I got it. You know what happened last time I made you let, let you cook breakfast? Do you know what happened? Remember Mom. what happened? Um, Mom, I was 16. I, I could always help you cook if you want. Like, hold whatever you need, hold, and, and ghost, you can do the table stuff. That way somebody's in there to help. Don't worry, Trevor, I got it. I'm going to go set the table real quick and then come back into the kitchen to help Mom cook. Yeah, there's there's some dough for biscuits in the in the icebox. I'm going to make some bacon next. Um, one of our compatriots, and I point over towards Take, is a uh, vegetarian. I will eat the eggs, but I will not touch the bacon. <laughs> I, I, I can. I will uh, absolutely. I will eat Take's portion of bacon plus some more. Bacon is one. Potatoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I do, can help make do, potatoes. Don't feel like you have to make no, no, anything oh, special. Uh, no, of, of course I, I. I'm going to do it. It's just fine. Um, right. And she b- pulls out some potatoes and starts cutting away. You see her just absolutely like chop, 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 chop really quickly. Dice a potato completely in like two seconds. Damn. As Ghost and uh, Silence are making breakfast, and Shadow is currently outside. Um, from what you can tell, on the back side, about back, back of the house, currently chopping wood. What are the rest of y'all uh, I doing? I guess I'll, this I'll is check going in on. on Delilah. And well, first I'll check on Raph because I woke up next. Does Raph still seem to be out of it? Yeah, Raph still seems to be okay, out of it. Okay, that's very concerning. Uh, I, I, they they will go check on Delilah now. I think I'll also join in on checking in on Delilah. Okay. Tig is um, fake reading the Abyssal book and having a whole ass conversation with Vanth in her head. <laughs> so, have uh, you got any plans after this? You know the plans that we do have presently uh, that we are gonna do the do the smart thing and split the party. I'm just saying I've seen a lot of the blueprints. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying I think that uh, uh, if I drew out these blueprints that you might be able to make something of uh, Yeah, that would be uh, wonderful and Tig is going to pull out some paper and start doodling. We could, you know, start a business together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great, hon. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's gonna have him tell her the the floor plan um and then once she's done with that um she's gonna be like uh Vamp yes what can you tell me about the judge and the slaver well I can tell you that like most Palinarum they're vastly misunderstood as you have seen, even the most trustworthy of people view us demons as evil. No makes no, f- makes no goddamn sense. The quiet's the fucking progenitor god. I don't understand it either. What I can tell you about this slaver mm-hmm. is that they represent the chains that bind. 
They represent servitude, they represent slavery, but they represent multi-faceted sides of it. The, the strife to be free, the desire to break free of the chains just as much as the cruelty in chaining someone in the not fun way, of course. Ah, uh, yes, the not fun way. And the judge? The judge? The judge is prince of order and law. He is what most of the tales and fables of the noble are truly about, not how the noble is in actuality. The judge despises chaos. That is the primary thing that the judge is against. As long as you are bound by a code or by law, then you walk in stride with it. Mm. And how do you get to be with them? Well, I rose up through the ranks, working hard, studying mortals' wood, and I first took a job with the slave, and I would be the hands. It wasn't my favorite position. I personally never was able to understand what the slaver stood for specifically. It's hard to fight for something when you don't understand what it is you're fighting for. Yeah. With the judge later on, until I came bound to this weapon, mm -hmm. I served as an executioner. Those beings who strived in chaos, I was dispatched to clear them off the board. One such individual thought it would be funny to lay a trap. So I came to Voltaris looking for him. And when I found him, I walked right into the trap. My essence bound to this gun. And I have been there. How long ago was that? 103 years ago. Hey, you're old. Yeah, you could say that. You could also say that you're young. Trust me, I am fully aware. 21 is not very old among any of the races, let alone Minotaurs. I put my dumbass in charge. You're very mature for your age. Mm. I try. Uh, Tig goes and is continuing to just draw the floor plan. And you all hear a knock on the door. Um, are you all expecting someone? Absolutely not, and I'm gonna... Does it make sense for I'm gonna us? stand yeah, behind I'm, I'm you gonna stand with my... I'm standing the... to the side of the door. It doesn't make... Um... Does it... Yeah, does it make sense for an Alteris assassin to just be in here, or uh, should I, I just go I'd on the say, roof? I'd say hi. Get on the roof. Yeah, I'd say get on the roof. Back. Hide, yeah, I think if we let you out the back door, it'll maybe be more suspicious. Um, just go hide in a room. I'll just hide in a room somewhere. Go, go to the bathroom and just I'm stay in there. The I'm going to draw after cut and stand in front of my mom. He will pull out his gun. I want to go look through the people. I'll go get the door then. I was going to suggest my dad, but if you want to get the door. He's out back. As you turn Fair around point. to look out back, you don't see his dad. Oh. I, I wanted to look out the people. If there is one. Yeah. Do, do we have Delilah? Where's Delilah? I think she's still in the bedroom. 
Yeah. Okay. Make sure we still have the small child. Yeah, where is Chad? Switch spots with me. And I go to the door. It's my house after all. I will go check Chad. And I just pull out my dagger that can shoot its blades. I'll open the door. Bathroom. You open the door, and the first thing you see is this bright green and hot pink jester outfit. The silver skull mask. And this very large scythe as something drops in the floor right in front of you. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I'm gonna hold my sword. What's the thing that dropped? What what dropped? What dropped? You see Shadow's head just roll across the floor. (laughs) 